Space can be exciting. Exploring the unknown, encountering bizarre creatures, and maneuvering through life-threatening situations. Space can also be boring. Hours turn into days in the void. The crew of the DSS-1 have been cruising at a constant speed and heading for five days. There are no planets to explore, no aliens to encounter, and just the dull monotony of the same expanse of stars stretched out on the viewport to look at. In these five days, Samson has pored over data about Gregory Argyle's unique medical condition. A long time ago, Samson and Argyle were friends and colleagues, attending the same military academy on Earth. Now Gregory Argyle lies in stasis, a rare blood disorder awaiting him should he ever wake up. Rune has taken to filling the gaps in her education, getting help from Android whenever possible and reading everything in the ship's database as well as the hefty, dreaded technical manuals. She's a quick study and eager to use her new knowledge to aid the crew and earn her keep. Yuan has devoted their free time to fervently repairing damaged systems on the ship. Their sling came off yesterday, and though Android told them to take it easy, they are currently elbow-deep in the gun turrets, installing the newly fabricated rotational assembly. This change, they assure the crew, will mean a stable firing mechanism and 270 degrees of rotation. Yuan, you are covered in grease and a tiny bit of radiation from your work, and Android calls over the communicator to inform you that you're closing in on the mystery signal. Okay. Wow. Alright, I guess a little bit gross, uh, but repairs are nearly done, so I'm feeling pretty good. You know, we're not just going to get bomb-rushed and destroyed on my watch, eh? I guess I'll go ahead and get cleaned, you know, can't approach this mystery signal with me all gritty. Yeah, you go to the lavatory, uh, and you, you return to the, the cockpit to find uh, Samson and Rune waiting for you. Um, you've got, like, a disposable hand towel that you're just finishing your uh, drying, and you toss it into the uh, vaporizer, where it catches a, a little flame and dies out. Alright, uh, so, what are we looking at? I'm here, sorry, you know, it's just oil in the hair takes... You know, a little bit of time to get out, but uh, feeling fresh. So, uh, what do we have on the visuals? It uh, looks like we're approaching whatever it is. Um, it's not quite coming to view yet, but I think we're starting to get close. Yeah, okay. So, I guess since, you know, the visuals are not there yet. Okay. Um, yeah, so things for the ship should be looking pretty in order. Um, I've repaired most of what needs to be repaired. Still not so sure about that tether. Um, should be working, but that was kind of a... Oh, well, if you were... I'm going to say this. If you were making optional repairs to the gun turrets, the winch is done. The winch has been done. Um, this, the ship is back to being operational fully. So you're... You, you were like, well, I've done the necessary things. Now I'm going to do the optional upgrades. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Me being, me being like, not sure about the, like, completedness of it. It's just me being facetious. Like, eh, okay. like I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> facetious. <laughs> so, all right. But, yeah, so we should be pretty good. Also, look, guys, my arm. 
I know you already know, but I can move it in all directions. Well, we're glad you're making a good recovery. How are the gun? Uh, how are those guns looking? Um, they are ready to pew pew. There, they are in pew pew order. So that's the technical term. In ready to pew pew. Very nice. Yes. Uh, yes. I was walking by. It looked pretty impressive what you were doing. I'm looking forward to uh, testing those out here pretty Hitting soon. Hitting that button. <laughs> oh, what yeah, button? you're going to end. What, uh, you... what button is it? <laughs> um, well, it can be a button or a series of buttons. It just depends on like how complicated you want the firing to be. But, you know, there is, you know, there's the quick shot, you know, single button. But then there's, like, charge sequences and levers and all the stuff, you know, to make for a nice, powerful thrust if needed. Also a technical term. Powerful mm-hmm. thrust. Yes. Yeah, well, now that it's got rotational capabilities, it's not just a single button anymore, as Yuhuan yeah. is saying. There's there's more of a an apparatus to aim and fire it. Right. Yeah, very nice. Also, Android's pretty much in tip-top shape. You know, everything that can be, like, physically fixed <laughs> is is good. You know, her little her little space adventure, you know, had her a little melted, a little fried. You know, she got she got she got some battle scars, but she is she's good. So, how you feeling, Android? She speaks up over the comms. Fine as ever. Woo! All right, so. Yeah. Quick about, question about, about Android. Um, did we do anything about that, like, attitude that she gives us all the time? No, not really. We can't. That's mm. kind of... Can we do something about your attitude, Rune? <laughs> I'll reprogram when you reprogram. Alright, folks. Everybody, settle down. Settle down. We don't need to be causing any issues when we're coming up on this thing. Rune, how's your studies going? Um, pretty good. Um, I learned pretty much everything that the ship understands about this galaxy, which admittedly is not much. And I learned pretty much everything about the ship, which admittedly is a lot. A lot of really long boring stupid garbage uh there were also like a lot of like military texts and like history things in the database so quiz me on all the wars we've been fighting i guess like i don't know man that was just for me just needed to reminisce a little bit every once in a while <laughs> right okay i'm Speaking of this galaxy, I just want to say that I am glad that eldritch space beings are not a thing, and that even though we have gazed upon pretty strange-looking things, we just weren't immediately driven to madness and had our minds destroyed. So I'm glad that we collected aliens and not worried about going crazy. I mean, just speak for yourself. As long as we don't pull any guns on anybody, we should be fine. Right, but that can't... No promises. <laughs> Let's just kind of give, like, a sideways glance. 
<laughs> carry on. <laughs> and how about you, Samson? How are things? Well, since we've had some downtime, I've been looking into uh, Gregory's health condition. Uh, it looks like a pretty serious uh, illness blood with their uh, blood to, with their blood. Uh, so uh, I think it's like Android said earlier. We got to find something to help him out otherwise i don't think we're ever going to be able to take him out of that cryopod and <gasps> to be honest we could probably use an extra set of hands around here so um you know what i did come across a pretty lengthy medical manual um that i opted not to read because the first page was boring but um Maybe Android could help me through it, and the two of us could try to work something out? If we could, that would be great. I was also going to suggest it might be a little mad scientist-y. However, we are outside the laws of humankind, so technically it won't be crimes against humanity. But we could totally try some alien blood samples to see what would happen if they I... are... Love it. Listen, you never know. Maybe this alien blood might have some strange protein or enzyme that might magically fix Gregory's blood condition. Or it could, like, do the opposite and he just turns into a pile of jelly. We won't know unless we try, though. Okay, so Rune hears this, immediately, like, bolts out of the room to go find that medical journal, excited about the possibility of being the ship's new mad scientist slash witch doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, I pull out the book, and I start rifling through the pages, and I get to the um, section on Phoenix chips, and I'm like, hey, guys, uh, um... I don't know if it would work because we don't exactly have a body on standby, but maybe if we found an alien corpse again, um, or killed one, we could, uh, transplant Gregory, his name's Gregory, right? Yes. Yes. Gregory's, um, Phoenix chip into... Another body. I mean, they're really designed for humans, and I don't know how an alien transplant would work, but I'm definitely willing to look into it. Mm, that could uh, be. That could I'm be an sorry. option. I, uh, I'm my sh- head. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Love and the commitment to the character, Demi. Uh, That's <laughs> yeah. You Juan, are, are you all right? I, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, you mentioned Phoenix chips. Hmm. Yeah. You were saying that you were, you had concerns about what could happen if this Gregory person, um, used his Phoenix chip to transfer to an alien body. Yeah. Um, well, as someone who has witnessed a Phoenix chip transition, um, there could be complications. For example, this alien's new body might just house 
Okay, so to keep it simple, um, if you did transfer Gregory's mind in a Phoenix chip, it he may not be the Gregory that you previously knew. Okay, I mean, which could be interesting. The way I see it is that I want to. We would like. We don't want to startle Gregory into some sort of psychological fit, coming waking up and not being in his body so i want to take a look at curing this illness first before we do anything drastic with a chip uh but it could be an option if we can't fix anything else so back pocket back pocket idea i think i'll definitely look into treatments for this blood disease um but while we're at that, just to play it safe, we should definitely have a spare body on standby. Yeah. Possibly for all of us, actually. Um, sidebar, Gavin. I feel like I feel like we landed on me not having one, so if I die, I'm just fucked. But you know, you have the technology to you have the technology and the science to fabricate one given the right components. Right. Good spending okay. tech. So, Rune, did you say there were spare bodies on board? No, um, I was saying we might want to collect some spare bodies and, um, maybe store them in the cryopods? Yes, that would definitely be of import, yeah, you know seeing as we are in a new uncharted world, you know. It'd be nice to have some room for error. Okay, so if we have these Phoenix chips, um, where are our consciousnesses stored? Is it aboard the ship? Yeah, they're in the databanks of the, of the ship. Okay, and where are those located, Samson? Uh, should be in the you don't have to. You can ask me. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, if you Andrew doesn't want to come up with a place right I now. I mean, the only place that I would assume that the data would be would be connected to the cargo hold, like the cargo bay, like down where it's open, where there's more space. Yeah, there's like a there. There's not like a server room, but there is a like a spot where all of like the computer hardware, yeah, uh, stuff is stored, and it would be on the on the bottom level. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, you Juan, you just like passed out and woke back up. Are you okay? Um. Yes. Um. It seems that I may just have been stressed, you know, from all everything that we've experienced recently. Um. Just a slight headache, I presume. Yeah, you're acting a little different from what i remember uh from two minutes ago and again with the uh with the questions about stuff you should already know is, um, are you sure Rune's everything's gonna go ahead okay? and lean hard into this um newfound mad scientist witch doctor role and just grab one of those little flashlighty things and start shining it wildly um 
in you, Juan's eyes, like, follow the light, follow the light, but moving it way too fast for anyone's eyes to follow it. Not being a medical expert, I'm just going to stand and watch as well. Watch what his eyes do. I'm like, keep doing that. You keep doing that. There. Can, Sorry. can, can Yang Yuhuan fiercely assault and slap the flashlight out of his hand? <laughs> Um, you don't have to fiercely assault. I I feel like any any time you make a roll against a player, you're risking the possibility of consequences you might not want. <laughs> I think it's easy enough to say that Rune is not going to like you know jump into combat mode if you if you slap a flashlight out of her hand. Okay. Bold assumption. <laughs> I mean, don't correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, it just seems like a normal interaction. Okay, so Young Kuhan, like, more reflexively than usual, um, just slaps the flashlight out of Rune's hand and tells her to stop. I am fine. Okay, I simply had a headache, and I simply couldn't recall some information. Like, we all got out of these cryo tanks, and we all are experiencing different things, and I suppose that my lapse of memory could just be a result of spending however much time we spent in those cryo chambers. Hmm. Uh, it's just the last time you had a headache, you almost killed somebody, so I, uh, I'm a little wary this time, I would say. We're about to be in a new situation and I don't know if I want you uh, going all crazy on us right when we're about to make a new most likely a new discovery right? Speaking of you are cruising through space at a comfortable speed towards the energy fluctuation you detected several days ago. The signal reading is weak but close suddenly the ship grinds to a stop Um, who is currently seated? Samson is seated, sorry. <laughs> Anyone else? Almost certainly not. Okay. So, Yuhuan and Rune, uh, you are both kind of thrown forward um, onto the uh, cockpit console. The proximity sensor is blaring on repeat. Through the noise of the sensor alarm, you can hear the engines running hot. On the view screen... You can see extending out around your ship a brightly glowing nebula of washed-out pinks and creamy orange. There are hunks of crystals that resemble litocoite tourmaline floating in this nebula and extend out in a blast pattern from a bizarre craft of some sort. The craft appears only large enough for one human-sized creature. There is a yellow-tinted glass canopy covering a cramped cockpit, and the body of the craft seems to be an amalgamation of shiny polished steel and litocoatite that is fractured like an exploding window pane. Through the ship's air filters, you can smell a faint, sweet smell similar to bubblegum. Hmm. What the hell? Where are we? Yeah, and the ship's, like, proximity alarm is just, just deafeningly loud right now. Okay, looking at the... I, I killed the engines looking at... They're starting to overheat. What the hell is this? Why are we... 
Not. Android calls over the intercom. What is going on? Seem to have flown into something. Uh, it's. I don't know why, but our engines started to overheat and we got halted by whatever we're uh, flying through right now. So there seem. Can someone turn off the alarm? Oh. I can't hear what Samson is saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. All right. Beep beep. I will. I will come to the cockpit. And after about ten seconds, uh, she arrives in the cockpit to kind of survey what's going on as well. You, Juan, what do you uh, what do you think about this? Um, we were flying through space, and now all of a sudden we've stopped. Um, I'm guessing we have entered some sort of field of some kind. Why are we here? This is what you uh, found in our uh, navigation charts that it looked like a point of interest. I thought you were the one who wanted us to come here. What do you mean? Why are you asking why we're here? You're the one who brought us here in the first place, right? Hmm. Okay. Um, Is there anything in the area that could be generating whatever we're stuck in? I mean, look around. What is that? What is that thing in front of us? Hmm. Okay. Yang Hu Han Ji <laughs> walks over <laughs> to the window and stares out. Hmm. It looks to be some sort of craft. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not so sure that. They kind of just, like, close their eyes for a sec. And open them again. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, Sam, Sam, Rian, we've stopped. What is going on? Once Are again. Are we here? Are we at the destination? Yeah. We are. Uh, Y'all okay? Take, take a look. Okay. Are you sure you're all right? You've asked that a lot. Yeah, we were, like, talking for a second, and then I think maybe I, like, nodded off, but now we are here. Kind of weird to be nodding off randomly in the middle of a conversation, don't you think? Yeah, but, uh, you know, I was, like, kind of tired, because I just finished all those repairs, and I took that shower, and it felt good, and then... Okay, I'm missing something. <laughs> what, Samson? Uh, well, you're just, uh, I don't know, just acting really weird today. Uh, it kind of reminds me of when you almost killed that, uh, security guard a couple, uh, couple days ago. I'm sorry, I, I don't, I don't really remember that, but I'm kind of glad that I did, because we're not dead, so maybe that security guard was trying to kill us, I don't know. But anyway, I understand your concern, however... It seems that we may have more pressing matters um, since we're not moving. And there is that thing outside. Is that what the mysterious lack of information on our sonar was pointing us to? Well, it appears that uh, this is what we flew into. And uh, we uh, it's reacting with the ship for some reason. Uh, the engine started to overheat and now we're stuck. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay, let me take a look at that for a sec. 
Okay, so Yang, Yang Yuhuan kind of just, like, runs over and is, like, looking at various screens and things going on in the systems. Okay, um, it looks like... Yeah, the only thing you know right now, the, the only thing your characters are acting on, you see a thing in front of you, your engines suddenly stopped, like, lurchingly fast, like you had no reaction time to it. And then they started overheating, and they're not. And and, and Samson had to kill them because you weren't going anywhere. This seems to be technology beyond what we have, or can reasonably understand without conjecture. And I guess we all just kind of have to figure out what's going on. Um, Android, is there a source that can be located of what's causing this anomaly? Well, if I'm judging by the radiation present in this, let's call it a nebula for now, for lack of a better term, the radiation is strongest at that pod. So whatever is causing this is in there. Okay. Um, Or originated there, since we're basing our assumptions on conjecture. Yeah. Okay. Um... I guess, how how wide is this field in the nebula anomaly? Like, is it far-stretching? Or is it, like, kind of contained? Does it end? I'm gonna walk over to Rune and say, Rune, I'm not, like, whisper to her. Say, I'm not crazy, right? Like, Yuan's acting a little weird today. Um, I'm just gonna look up at Samson and kind of tilt my um, medical journal towards him. Where I, or the medical textbook towards him, where I'm um, also holding open inside of the textbook my own notebook, where I'm jotting down anomalies in Yuhuan's behavior and just be like, I am way ahead of you, buddy. I, I just give him a, a thumbs up, say, like carry on. Because, <laughs> yeah, I've been narrowing my eyes at Yuhuan whilst scouring the phoenix chip section of the medical textbook for like a good ah. few minutes now and good. making my own notes good to know okay wait can you Juan, hear this conversation uh it was kind of meant to be not heard by you so okay i'm going to assume not okay <laughs> i'm still looking into things and yeah okay. you're distracted talking to android yeah okay um so, Android, um, is this anomaly, um, is it far-reaching? Is there a definite radius of... It seems to be fairly localized. Judging by the levels of radiation, it dissipates about a kilometer to our rear. Okay, interesting. And what if the radiation levels, are they harmful? They don't appear to be deadly to organics. But I wouldn't want to find out what long-term exposure could do okay i agree um so i just asked because we're stuck here unless we can figure out exactly what's going on so one of us is gonna have to approach that pod and i kind of want to do it i kind of want to do it because it looks super fun and since we only have like one suit i volunteer as tribute y'all cool with that Hmm. Well, are you cool with the unstable crew member going out into space, Samson? Speak now or forever hold your peace. I'm really not. 
gonna be honest. I okay, feel so- like uh, I need to keep my eye on you a little bit. Okay, I mean, I understand that I guess you have concerns about my behavior, but really it's probably just a side effect of, like, the cryo sleep. It's probably not even that deep. And, and as of right now, I'm okay, I think. Let's just cross these bridges when we get there. You know what I'm saying? I give uh, you, Juan, the, uh, like a, like a side eye and say... If you're going to go, to be honest, you're the only person who can really go to fix this issue if it's something this technologically advanced. I am not smart enough to take care of this, and uh, Rune is... Well, Rune is Rune. (laughs) Rune is... uh, Might need some extra hands, and Rune has been really helpful with uh, repairing the ship as well. Uh, I feel like with your specialties this might be the best thing for you i'm still a little worried about you still have very little information yeah um to be sending someone out out into it immediately yeah and i've obviously like i i guess i'm not gonna like leave right now because we don't need to just blindly explore this spacecraft that is generating some sort of field that we are stuck in and that's so exciting i want to know what it is but however why don't we try checking and see if there's anyone alive in it so maybe we could try calm like calming and seeing if maybe they'll stop it and let us out Maybe we'll have to go at all. Will we be able to transmit a signal? It seemed like everything, it was just a blip or like an empty spot. Um, Do you think, I mean, I guess we could just try, but I don't know if it'll send a signal or not. Uh, I mean, it seems we're inside of whatever was causing the signal jam. It seems like this is some sort of distortion. So maybe it only jams whatever's outside of it. So we could try causing inside. It may work. Go ahead. Hello. I don't think anyone will really be able to understand what I'm saying, because one, you're probably an... I don't want to say alien, because I guess we're the aliens. You're probably something that cannot understand my language, or you're dead. So this is mostly just a... shooting beams at you to see if you receive them and shoot beams back. You get a very frantic, it sounds like a young woman response back, just like, you know, (laughs) drones on for like two minutes straight. Okay, so there's something that sounds like it might be a lady. She might be in church. I think she's like speaking tongues and catching the Holy Ghost. I don't know what she's saying. Um, but she seems distressed. <laughs> she's just an alien that you need to translate for. <laughs> she seems distressed. Um, so give me give me a sec. Um, I'm gonna... Can we play her on a intercom? You know, just a little bit louder. And Yuhuan's gonna do my, my character role. Um, to see... If I can learn this language or pick up some things. I just need to listen to her, listen to her for a sec. Okay, I have an 11. And I think that's a lore roll. And I have... 
plus one lore. A ten, so, ten plus. Yeah. A ten plus is a success. Okay, so do I even need to add the lore? I guess that doesn't matter. I have a twelve if I add it. So yeah, you're you passed. <laughs> okay. Um, um. So, and I will say this for narrative reasons. Um, this is the third time you're hearing this language being spoken it's starting to make sense to you and then like it all clicks your you like think back to um your linguistic studies in in school and like old latin and this isn't that far off actually there's like there's like roots in human latin um in this language and you're able to discern what she's saying uh and she says Please, please, you have to help. I don't know what it was with, that was in your fuel, but you really blew my uh, uh, engine out of alignment. There's a, a breach, and we've got to get out of here fast. Yuhan. Uh, can, can you understand me? Uh, yes. Actually, yes. Yes, I can. Um, okay, so what do you mean that our ship blew your engine? Like, what did we do? Like, we were literally just, like, approaching some sort of, some source of... And, like, yeah, you just, like, you're, like, a black dot. Like, you can't, you're not being traced. You're just, like, a blip. You could, you could detect me? Um, no, it's not so much that we could detect you. It's, it was more that you were kind of like a black hole. So, the, like, you, there was something there because there was nothing there. Does that make sense? Interesting. So... How did you what what instruments were you using to pick me up? Um just uh something I guess something akin to echolocation. Um that's probably the simplest of terms that I can use to describe it. Um we're basically just blasting signals out into space and waiting for things to bounce off to give an approximate location and whatever is bouncing off of you isn't being returned so it's kind of like a void like you don't exist and since that is kind of you know outside of the laws of physics that kind of lets us know that there is something there because there's nothing there nothing's being returned i hadn't i hadn't considered a a sound angle that's interesting and you're like you just like hear like a pause for a second Never, never mind. It's not important right now. Um, I, I'm testing a prototype stealth pod for the Empire, and it's kind of really dangerous, and I was worried about its applications, so I stole it. But no one was supposed to find me out here, and then, and then you did, and you got too close. Something that's in your fuel must have reacted to the, the stealth field generator and it blew a leak. Um, this whole, well, I don't know what it is. This bubble, uh, that, that we're trapped in is, is a result of that. I've never seen anything like it. Um, okay. So you're saying your stealth generator, reacted with some sort of component of our fuel, which caused your stealth generator to malfunction and create a bounded field that we're all trapped in. And what else, what else is happening? Why are you concerned? Is there... what's there? Th- I'm concerned because there's still trace amounts of that, that energy source in 
this bubble and my field generator is melting down. It We only have a little bit of time before it implodes and creates a singularity. I'm wait, burning wait, wait, in, uh, matter, antimatter. Wait, what? So the, the engine of the pod is a, it's a matter, antimatter, uh, eradication engine. So I've got about a gram of antimatter uh, currently in a fuel cell. And if it blows, it's going to be disastrous. Um, okay. How much time do we have? Uh, it's, well, what's, what's your concept of time? Um, do, you, do you use the standard, the, the, the imperial standard? I don't know what the imperial standard is. I guess, um, how many heartbeats before this thing implodes and creates a singularity? How many heartbeats before uh, that happens? Do you have a heart? I'm sorry. Yes, I do. Several hundred. Several hundred. That doesn't seem like a lot of time. Um, hold on one second. One second. Okay. Rune, Samson. I met this fugitive who apparently has some tech that she stole from I don't know where. She says that something in our fuel disrupted her stealth generator, which she has stealth technology, which is pretty exciting, but that's why we couldn't locate her. Except it seems to be a little bit flawed, um, because maybe it needs to have some way to take in its surrounding and and send back a false signal or something, because she kind of just like a black hole. Anyway, sorry, getting too, like, in my head. However... (laughs) Yuan's trying to solve the still technology. (laughs) (laughs) However, um, she says that the engine, uh, the generator uses some type of strange alien nuclear technology. So there was something in, apparently, our fuel that caused a meltdown that's happening with her stealth generator. Um, and if it melts down, it's going to create a singularity, which in layman's terms is a black hole. So, um, you know, it's going to like suck us in and crush us into atom-sized party. <laughs> and yeah, we don't really want that. Um, so that's kind of what's happening. Some strange lady who stole something and now it's messed up and apparently it's our fault and now we're all going to die. What should we do? We need to hurry up. Uh, yeah, she does say we don't have much time. She says we have a couple hundred heartbeats, which I hope she means a couple thousand because, like, hearts beat very fast. Um, so um, I'm going to... I guess we do have to leave the ship after all. And one of us has to go. And do any of you have any idea how to safely, you know, prevent nuclear meltdowns? I think as long as... I think you're going to be the go-ahead for that. Uh, I want you on... I I want two-minute updates, okay? Okay. Let me know what's going on. I want you in my ear all the time. Uh, okay. Rune and I are going to try to figure out what we can do with the fuel source in order to change uh, the ship. I think we have enough know-how to figure that out. Uh, we got Android as well, but I want you to go out there and see if you can grab the uh, the scientist. Maybe they can have an idea of how we could fix our ship up. 
to get out of this mess before we all get turned into pancakes. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't want that. Um, in the meantime, I think it would be very interesting and probably necessary for us to figure out what the fuck we can do if I don't get there in time or if I fuck up. Android speaks up and says, So, Yu Huan, you've dis- discerned her language. I've noticed some similarities to some human dialect. Is it safe to assume that there's Latin roots in there? Yeah. I've kind of picked up on that a little bit, yeah. Um, maybe there's some sort of okay. distant relative, or maybe there are ancestors. Maybe this is where we come from. Anyway, distracted. Um, you can hypothesize about your cosmological rel- relation to this species at another date. In the meantime, I should be able to con- reconfigure the comms to accurately translate her language. Okay, perfect. Um, that'll kind of help us all stay in the know. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and suit up, and, um, do we have any pods to, like, fly over there? No. Okay, we so not. we just, I'm just Also, the they would operate on the same fuel. Oh, uh, that's true. Wait, what about the thrusters and the nimble suit? The thrusters are fine. The thrusters are fine. The thrusters are not going to use jet fuel. Okay. Um, but, are yeah, you the, sure? if the, yeah, I'm sure. But will the thrusters melt steel beams? I'm sorry, I'll shut up. (laughs) 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 Just a little 9-11 joke for you. Yeah, yeah, I caught it. I caught it. All right, um, Rune, do you mind if I use your suit? Yours is a pretty much only space-worthy suit that we have. Yeah, I mean, go for it. I don't want to go out there in this. Alright, so I'm gonna bring the the scientist fugitive lady back on. Hello, are you still with us? I am. I was curious about your fuel contents. Do you have any of the following present in your fuel? Lithium. Hydrogen. Deuterium. All of the above? Maybe? What's in our fuel? No, you... You yeah, I can tell you you have deuterium. Oh, okay, thanks. I wasn't sure what's in space fuel. That's it's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, um, we have uh, actually, let me check. Okay, go on the system, check our fuel components. Okay, looks like we have the deuterium. Um, is that what's causing the issue? Yes, that's that would cause a highly volatile reaction with the uh, energy source in my stealth field generator. So, can you get it out? Can you stop? You mean destroy? Can you stop using it? Like destroy our fuel? What do you mean? No, I mean uh, if you could possibly filter it out. Um, I don't know how your fuel works, but it might slow things down. Um, okay, one sec. Hey, Android, I need you to run a diagnostic. How efficient is our fuel without deuterium? Is it a necessary component for operating the ship? Given that we are currently not moving, our fuel efficiency is not a necessity. 
However, I think what the young lady is trying to say is that the fuel that we burned already, which is present in space currently, needs to be filtered. Oh, so we have to filter the out of the vacuum of space? How do we even do that? That's a good question. <laughs> okay. Um, to me, that sounds impossible. So I'm going to go with a next step, um, which is I'm going to ask, I'm going to try to retrieve this lady and see if we can stop the meltdown. And hopefully that'll bring down the field and we can get out of here. Or I'm going to just nab her and try to get back here as fast as, as fast as possible if you guys figure out a way to break this field first. Time's of the essence, crew. I know everyone's yeah. nervous, but we're about to die. <laughs> Is there... What kind of equipment do we have um, that we might be able to use out there? I mean, like, it's not like we could just get a vacuum out and <clears throat> sweep it out. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just chalk that as we don't even have enough time to do that. Um, so we just need to figure out next steps. Um, uh, which, would it be which possible means, for... What what kind of fuel are they using? Let me ask. Um, hi, strange... What's your name, by the way? Sorry, I guess we, should, like, we didn't really have time for that, but what's your name? Lorena. Hi, Lorena. Um, I'm Yang Yuhuan. I'm here with my... Um, crewmates and um rune and captain samson yeah what kind of fuel do you have well i told you already it's a combination of uh matter and antimatter i really just burn uh basic carbons along with the gram of antimatter they interact with each other and it creates gamma radiation is there any way we could incorporate your fuel source into our, uh, if we could get you over here, is there any way that we could incorporate your fuel source into our ship to get us out? It's possible. That might take longer than we have. It, it would be the, the easiest way to, to, to make this work would be to have somebody repair the housing compartment for my, for my fuel source. Because if that if that is sealed correctly, then it's no longer being exposed to the outside environment, and the meltdown will cease. Well, that sounds like that's what we need to do. Um, okay, Yuhuan, do you think you can get on that? Um, I should be able to manage that with the scientist's assistance. She can fill in any. Um, information gaps that I lack, but this just might work. Okay, um, I'm going to approach your um, vessel. Just please have, you know, um, hangar open, docking stuff, whatever. Whatever that, just let me in as fast as possible. I don't have any of that. It's a cockpit, and it's a pod. Oh, so you can't. There's only it. enough room. There's only enough room for me in here, and I'm stuck. The doors are jammed. Okay, so how how are you how are we gonna do this? You should be able to access the fuel panel from the back okay, of the um, pod. Okay, can you just talk me through it? I'll do my best. Okay. Just get over here as quick as you can. Alright, cut the comms lines. Um okay, I'm not sure 
if I'm going to be able to do this. Um, I'm going to try, you know, new technology, barely understand it. But at the end of the day, I am a scientist and new challenges thrill me. So I'm going to get out here and do the thing. However, I don't want a mistake of mine to result in all of our deaths which is a very real possibility for this urgent situation. So I implore you to please to try to find an alternative method to where at least you and Android can escape if something goes wrong. Um, I would suggest finding ways to break free of gamma-created bounded fields. That seems that's what this is happening, some sort of distortional anomaly. Um, any information we have on that, try to go from there. All right, I'm going to suit up and can someone meet me at the airlock? Greetings, dear listener from beyond space and time. I am the Game Master. Every episode, I like to take a second to appear, hat in hand, to ask for a little bit of financial support. If you enjoy what we do, please consider becoming a subscriber at patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors. This really is a ton of work that the whole crew puts in for every episode, and your contributions could help make it even better. $5 a month is all it takes to become a patron, and we do have some bonus episodes available for backers and the opportunities to suggest what you would like for us to do for our next bonus episode. I've begun the process of mastering and polishing the vast collection of music from Season 1 of Roll Warriors into something of an album. Now, the final product won't include everything that I composed for the season, but I have selected tracks that I felt could stand alone as music worth listening to. Keep an eye out for more information in the future about the release date and place for this album. I will most likely be creating a deluxe version of the album as a Patreon exclusive, which will include more tracks and perhaps even more goodies, so be sure to subscribe today. If money is tight right now, which I totally get, consider following us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and sharing us with your friends and family. Word of mouth is a really powerful tool and you could help us out immensely just by getting your friends listening as well. That just about wraps up the ads, so I will let you get back to the episode. might have a way to filter our fuel out of the atmosphere if samson i have permission to completely destroy one of our cryopods i mean it's a life or death situation you can take my pod all right i'm just gonna run out of the room and start uh just absolutely ripping the cryopod apart and young young yuhan's running to the airlock getting suited up um, I'm there too ma- with you, Juan. Make final checks and everything. You make sure that their their suit is uh, tight and you know everything, and you know give, you can give them a pep talk or just push them out the airlock. <laughs> you keep those comms on the whole time. Do you understand? Uh, Roger. Um, two minute. I- two minute updates. Gotcha. I'll be calling you every two minutes. Do you understand? Uh, yes, and I'll be All answering. Right. Good um, luck out there. Thank you. Good luck in here. And Yuhan blasts off towards the the vessel. Alright, Android, what are what are the gamma radiation um 
not great for the human body in high concentrations. Um, is it having an effect on the suit? Um, how's it? Let's find out when you make a uh, when you make a um, wasteland survival. survival roll. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you guys can use moves, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just role play our whole way through this one. Yeah. Okay. I'm liking it. Okay, wait. So do I do multiple wasteland survival rolls as like time as like I'm traveling there, or is it like just one? Um, it says when you navigate through the wasteland outside of settled lands, roll plus steel. It doesn't tell me that you have to do multiples. Um, or actually, no, never mind. I like forge a path better when you find a way across precarious or dangerous terrain. Okay, I got an eight. Okay. On a hit, you make it to your destination, but uh, on a seven to nine, you're going to pick two. You're exposed to danger as you travel. The route you took is lost. Um, I'll say uh, you can't take gear with you. Other characters doesn't make sense because you're going alone. Um, and Or you take a lot longer than you expected. Um, okay, I'm going to go with the path is like... The path back is destroyed, and uh, the first one. You're exposed to danger as you travel? Yeah, those seems like the ones that result in, like, the least amount of wasted time. Okay. No wasted time, but we get some fun. Yeah. (laughs) From outside the nebula bubble, several dozen creatures begin to emerge. They are roughly the size of a cat uh, with large gliding wings. Uh, webbing between their arms and their legs they have they have like large kind of round mouths with razor sharp teeth inside and hook talons on uh, both hands and they start making their way towards just these like uh, fractured chunks of ore or crystal or whatever this this ship was a part of and you can see them just like swarm it and start eating at them they are blocking your way back okay ah! <laughs> those fucking space <sighs> monsters out here what the fuck <sighs> they're behind me they're like swarming something i don't think they saw me but this space monsters out here y'all they might eat me I don't know um, what is going on. This just keeps getting weirder and fucking weirder. Are you in any, like, clear and present danger right now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to look back. I don't want to look... I don't want them to look me in the eye and then decide that I'm food, so I'm just going to keep flying straight. Um, (sighs) Well, I would suggest just keep on going, then. Okay. I'm hyperventilating. I'm sorry, Android. What are my oxygen reserves? You're at 60%. Maybe take it down a notch. Okay. 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 I don't think... Think calming thoughts. Doctor's offices. I have not been eaten yet. That is my my calming thought. Okay. Sterile environments. Okay. Oh, yeah. Those are nice. Um... Upgrades. Ooh. Okay. A chemical bath. <laughs> uh, you know, calming thoughts. I think I'm already taking one. 
Okay, um, how's the radiation looking? Um, how long can I be out here? I would say a few more minutes. Okay. Um, your rads, your rads are, are minimal, but I worry about the human body more than most, um, so. Yeah, and I mean, that's okay. I've been through worse. I got dragged along a space cave by a tether and survived, so this is nothing. Lorena, um, okay, approaching the vessel, um, should be making contact in the next few seconds. Where is your, um, stealth generator panel? Should be around the back, but I noticed that there's some Neshu in the, in the bubble now. That's you want to watch out for them. They are, they are drawn to, to sources of gamma radiation. So you're saying I'm going to open this panel and then they're all going to come towards me, aren't you? It's a possibility. Did you know this? Did you know this, Lorena? Lorena? I that there do was I, space monsters out here. Yeah, I noticed. They're um, they're kind of more of a pest. Uh, they they tend to latch onto large freighter vessels, and we have to blast them off when we get to our destination. But. Out here, out in the vastness of space, with nothing but a spacesuit, yeah, I'd, I'd be wary. Okay, I am intrigued as to how these things can survive in space, so I might try to snag one on the way back if we survive, but that is a story for a successful mission. will admit and feel free to cut this out of the um live podcast if you want to gavin but i did google that's not what live means shut the fuck (laughs) up i did google search ways to filter chemicals out of um the vacuum of space and Uh um so rune is going to um build a cryopump which is, because I'm an idiot, let me read it real quick. A vacuum pump that traps gases and vapors by condensing them on a cold surface. <gasps> um, so I'm going to use the technology from the cryopod to create a cryopump to um, basically filter out this gas from the atmosphere is that going to be an unleash power roll because i'm using a device or is it something else because it's a device that i've built no i think it's going to be unleash power because you know it's not something it's supposed to be for like when you you know find a marvel of the world before or strange remnant of the fall but there's not really like a another move that there's not fits a move better. yeah there are there are moves that, for building things. Yeah, it's kind of a flaw. It's more um, like I built I, it successfully in theory. Now when I try to use it, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So I think that I think that runes runes uh, technical understanding of how it how to build it and how it functions is fine, but it's your it's your ability to practically apply it that is where your experience is lacking so okay that is gonna be okay so we have built this we are rolling plus lore damn barely scraping out with a seven my dude 
All right, so you're going to pick two. The device does exactly what you want it. The device can be used again. You don't rouse other devices in your environment. You avoid the device's side effects. The device does exactly what I wanted. And I don't rouse other devices in my environment. I love that you chose that one, because if I had to figure out what the fuck that meant, Uh. I would be really upset. (laughs) (laughs) I figured you'd come up with something terrible. I... I would, I would, I would, but I, now I don't have to. Um, yeah, now this thing's so. just going to knock me out or something. It's fine. Um, no, it's not going to knock you out. Uh, but what will happen, so you... Okay. Are you in a spacesuit? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, so how are you... How are you vacuuming them up these... Vacuuming up these deterrents? I mean, if I just opened the, like whatever a little bit it would like suck me out of the ship wouldn't it is that yeah, science? if you just open up if you just open up it a little bit it is still gonna suck you into space yeah 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 so it's gonna <laughs> fucking murder me okay um just a little bit of vacuum it's okay just a tiny bit maybe maybe we should put the spacesuit on first and then we can use it I, w- I was just gonna say, Android needs to pull her weight, and she can survive in space without a suit, so her <laughs> ass can go out there. <laughs> Thank you. You're so quick to throw Android out as a as a. I will throw I her into a sun again. <laughs> I know what I did. Don't make me. Yeah. I know what, what I did. I fitted okay. this cryo pump to our garbage chute. Okay. Mm, and I am using it through our garbage chute. Okay. I like it. Well, then, then what I'm going to say, the side effect is, is um, the, the garbage chute is, uh, is linked, or is not linked to, but next to, um, like, the air uh, filtration, um, like, piping. And so the garbage chute's going to just freeze over and uh, from from like the cryo pump and you've sucked the deuterium in. But now the air in the ship is getting muy cold. Cool. Muy, muy cold. Cool, 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 cool. Love that. Yeah. Like, like, like Arctic cold. Love that. Okay. So, um, fuck it. I would like to fiercely assault. Um, Basically, I just want to start, like, kicking this device so that it um, comes unattached from where I've attached it and falls out the garbage chute into open space. Okay. And is no longer on our ship. Okay. I'll do a. I'll, I can help for with that. Like do a call for aid as well. So. Okay. Well, let's if see if bad. I fail. I doubt it. Well, it doesn't matter if you even mix success. Samson can bring it up to a complete success. Well, I did fail. That is a six. Okay then. All right, Nostradamus. What's Whoa. the roll? That's an eight. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so you are um, 
You are able to get it up to a seven and nine. Uh, you get to choose one, and I choose two. So, um, do I choose the one because I did the original roll, or does Samson choose the one because he did the call for aid? I think Samson chooses because he's the one that made it a success. Okay. This is tough. It like I'm trying to figure out what makes the most sense from the fiercely assault. I don't worry about that. I. Uh, number number two, inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying your foes. The foe, that being the cryopod. Being the cryopod. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's terrified of you. Um, uh, okay. Not the one I would have picked. I think that I get to pick two and I'm... Uh, so you're going to take harm appropriate to the enemy, um, being that uh, the when you kick the pump it it kind of flips and is still um sucking and uh you're gonna like it's gonna get you in the leg um and just immediately freeze freeze your leg flash freeze ah shit like below the below the knee uh and you'll take one harm from that okay and pissed off again um uh someone or someone important to you is harmed and that is the uh, the gar- the garbage chute is open to the vacuum of space when you kick this thing into it, mm. and um, <laughs> so it's going to it's going to start to depressurize the uh, this area of the ship that you were in, and uh, Rune is going to get pulled into like just the the opening to the garbage chute. You're now like stuck in it. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, I'm gonna try to let's say let's say ass first, just for funsies. Yeah, just for funsies. Rune's blocking the garbage chute with her ass. <laughs> can I can I roll to defuse that? Try to grab her before she flies out. I don't know. Uh, it could yes. be a potential HR issue. So, <laughs> well, at least I didn't go in head first because then Samson would have to be grabbing my ass to pull me out. <laughs> That is a 10. All right. So on a 10 plus, the situation is safe until uh, changed significantly. Um, what did you roll with? Uh, steel. Quick action. Steel. Okay, quick action. All right. Um, so I guess my question for you is, if not if not Rune's ass, what is, uh, what's plugging this hole? <laughs> Oh no! How big? Because you'll it? do it, but it's but what is? It? I mean, it's like, it's like the size of a, a the size of Rune's ass. <laughs> Roughly, <laughs> I, I'm th- I'm thinking it's like the size of like a small window uh, uh, AC. Okay. Do we not have like trash close by that I can like cover the hole up with? Do we? You know. I yeah, yeah you know I tell me don't ask questions tell me yeah, tell me what you do <laughs> I think I uh, grab Rune's arm and yank her out and ch- grab a trash bag and just chuck it at the hole and hope that it closes up and then it doesn't so then I grab another trash bag and I throw it at the hole and then the second one closes it okay all right so you've plugged the hole with trash <laughs> the trash hole a trash a trash trash i'm the trash man 
Yes, the 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 now dubbed trash hole, the uh, the formerly Rune's asshole. <laughs> but on the bright side, uh, there is, but there is no more um, of whatever that chemical was hanging out in space. Yeah, causing an explosion. <laughs> so a lot of that bullshit later. We're starting to get there. Um, hey. Yes, so so you've bought yourself some time. That's what I'm the, good the for. The meltdown will happen, but it's slower now. Buying um, time. Now it might be several thousand it. heartbeats instead of hundreds. <laughs> I yes. hope so. Okay, I'm doing my I'm doing my two minute check in with uh, you, Juan. You, Juan. I think we figured out a way to. Uh, thanks to Rune, we were able to get everything under control here. We were able to filter out our uh, fuel deposit. How is everything going over there? Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I'm just inside this panel, um, currently trying to figure out how to do uh, stabilize this. Um, Don't stuff. touch that one. You touch that wire. Uh, wow. Okay. Pff, that's a bad wire. Don't touch that wire. Okay. Yeah, Samsung, I guess I kind of need to focus. Uh, we Things are in order for now. Just check in in two minutes and I'll let you know where I am. Thanks. Sounds good. All right. I am going to say that... Uh, so so we, we're, we're cutting back to you, Juan. Um, and... Uh, you are are talking to uh, Lorena, who is trying to explain alien science to you, which you're picking up because your role does say that you understand their technology. You know, and it's weird because, you know, this is like now the second time you're getting your hands uh, on Imperial technology. And it is very um, familiar. Yeah, it's very familiar. So, you know, it might be more advanced than your technology, but you can see, you could see your technology being this technology sometime in the future. Right. Uh, it's not using anything weird or any, uh, like, you know, scientific concepts that are completely foreign to you. So um, she's kind of talking you through it. Uh, and I'm going to need you to make a defuse roll. Diffuse, diffuse. And this is going to be with lore. Okay. Ooh. I got the lore. Ooh! I got the lore. Ooh, I got a 12. No, I got a... Yes, low. I got an 11. Sorry, 5 plus 5 is 10. Excuse me, y'all. <laughs> I got an 11. Hot math. Um, on a 10 plus, the situation is safe until changed significantly. You managed to seal the um, the crack in this uh, this like chamber, and Lorena says, "You've done it. the 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 meltdown is is stopped. Everything should be. Oh, God! What? The uh, <laughs> the Neshu are done with the small fries out there." And uh, to that, Yu Huan, you kind of look around the, 
like sneak around the pod and see yeah the two dozen uh space bats with these sucker mouths are are kind of flying gliding their way uh towards the pod um okay these bat things are coming um what do i do what do i do lorena uh are they coming for your stealth generator there this is the largest amount of gamma radiation left out here i would imagine so Okay. If they if they start attacking that thing, they they could break it again. Okay, Yuhuan starts panicking because there is a ton of flying crazy bat things coming towards them, and uh, they just like start getting a headache. Yeah, it's a tense moment for you. It's yeah, really very, uh... very tense, and y'all probably aren't gonna like me very much after what. So I found she was about to do, but listen. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I was uh, about to suggest shooting them, so Um I mean I was just gonna start yeah. Oh, okay, so pot shots with the ship. So, um Soifoji awakens and kinda looks at the situation, sees that there is a swarm of things approaching them, looks at the vessel and ask the comms, um, Lorena, uh, is that shit flyable? Alternatively, can we keep a space bat as a pet? <laughs> I mean, we can, what, what would we name it? That's the most important thing, not, yeah. is it possible, would you kill it? What would you name it? That's oh. that's the question. If it has a name, we have to keep it. Sarfonji asks um, Lorena if the ship is flyable. Uh, the pod? Yes, the pod is flyable. Or steerable. Well, we're, st- well, we're still stuck in this bubble. I, I can't I can't get my, my engine to kick on. So this thing isn't deactivated yet? You stopped the meltdown, but the initial explosion that created this... This bubble uh, is still active. You, you know, it's like if you get a wound, you put a Band-Aid on it. You can patch the wound, but the blood that came out is still there. Okay, well, can you I'm deactivate... Explaining that correctly. Yes, I understand what you're saying. Um, can you deactivate the stealth generator? I can't... I... She hits a button. I deactivated the stealth generator. It's not changing the situation so okay so this generator isn't the source of the anomaly is that what you're saying again like i've pinched off the vein inside of the body that was pumping the blood but there's still blood outside okay and that is what's keeping us stuck here yes um it's like a glue trap of sorts and we're the flies. Can those little bat things that are coming to kill me eat the glue? Do you see him doing it? Um, no, they're coming this way. <laughs> yeah. Not um, really interested in that, I don't think. <laughs> okay. Um, I can move, but you can't. I am stuck in the ship. Okay, one sec. <clears throat> Samson! Uh, Rune! Hello, it is I, Young Yuhuan. 
Um, can the ship move? Um, I am afraid that if we were to start our engines again, that the same reaction would just happen again. Because it's but, not like we weren't able to filter. We were able to filter everything out of the out of the field, but you know our fuel is. I mean, Rune, correct me if I'm wrong, but our fuel is still going to burn that same you know material, and then it'll just cause another chain reaction, and then we're really going to be in the shit. Okay, but would that also happen if we have managed to successfully deactivate the stealth generator? So is this a, is this a matter of it reacting to what's already in the field? I guess is no. my question. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that would be more of a question for the scientist who knows how all this works. I'm just here patching holes with trash bags today. <laughs> I'm just a man patching holes with trash bags. <laughs> Okay, um, let me check back with Lorena one second. Uh, Lorena, okay, so um, if my crew decides to activate their thrusters and try to bust out of this bubble, um, now that the stealth generator is deactivated, what will happen? The, the generator being deactivated should not cause any additional situations it's going to be hard for them to push through the field but it's worth a try okay and you don't really have a suit do you no but my i should be able to survive the vacuum for several hundred heartbeats okay that's a interesting physiology you have um okay here's the plan I'm guessing that this pod has sucked up enough gamma radiation to where this thing should be a nice little feast for the nasties that are going to attack us. However, I am I, this technology is interesting, and I think that it can be perfected, so I'm going to detach this stealth generator from this pod, and you have a choice. You can either accept that and I attempt to, attempt to bring you along with me, or I'm taking this generator and going back to my ship, but we're getting out of here, and you can be eaten alive by bat monsters. So, what's it going to be, Lorena? You're coming with? I mean, uh, yes, I'm coming with. I want to warn you, just because I, you know, feel a kinship for you for saving me and we're for both we're both scientists and and i'm i'm happy that the technology interests you it does also interest the empire and when the empress finds out that it's gone they will come for it wow thanks to wow the empire already hates us because they think we killed some general some general's nephew so they already want us dead so why not we i guess we might as well just keep you know adding to the tab um anyway i think our minds together might be able to perfect this stealth generator to keep us undetectable to the empire so they can look but if things go as planned, they won't find us. Conversely, this sort of thing would also be very helpful for uh, the resistance, for the berets of the end. That's where I was taking it. Um, if you take me along, I can 
I can get us there. And then, you know, you can do as much testing on it as you want, save copies of it on your ship's data banks, but the physical unit will go to the berets. Is that okay? Or can we agree on that? For the sake of us not having much time to negotiate, sure. The Neshu are really close now. Okay, I want to I want to unleash power to see if I successfully dislodge the stealth generator or set a diffuse roll. I like the idea of the unleash power. I do. I think that okay. the, the the choices really work narratively there. So yeah, go for it. All right. So I rolled a nine. Okay. So seven and nine. Pick two. Uh, the device does exactly what you wanted. The device can be used again. You don't rouse other devices in your environment. You devoid, avoid the device's side effects. I will say the device doing exactly what you wanted isn't really necessary. Yeah. Um, because you're not trying to use it. You're trying to take it. Right. So okay. if, you don't, if you don't select that one, it's nothing bad's going to happen to it. Okay, I'm going to select the device can be used again just to make sure I don't break it by dislodging mm-hmm. it. And I avoid the device's side effects, which I'm hoping is... It's not releasing gamma radiation, so those things don't fucking try to chase us. That's what I'm hoping. You dislodge this generator. Uh, It's kind of interesting because, you know, holding it in your hand, something so small shouldn't have caused all this this problem. But it is, I mean, roughly the size of, like, a briefcase. It's got a handle... And uh, it's just got this glowing chamber um, that's kind of just like pulsing as you hold it. And it's, yeah, it's kind of mundane. Successfully dislodged the generator. Uh, Laura and I am coming around to retrieve you. All right. You do, as you do that, uh, you see the Neshu have arrived. And... They have like started latching onto the pod, and Lorena's inside. Like, oh, I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! This sucks. Um. Okay. Well, hurry up and eject yourself so I can grab you, and we can. Uh... The pod is stuck. How many times no! do I have to tell you? The I door thought... is stuck. Do oh, so you can't get in? The... Oh, you can't get out. Um. Okay. Uh. I would have done the repairs myself. Sirfungi is gonna fly around. The pod has a like window, right? Yeah, it's got a canopy. Okay, I'm gonna fiercely assault the window and break it. Uh, okay. To try to pull her out in the space. Ooh. Okay, I got a ten. Okay, so you choose two, and I choose one. Okay. Avenue of escape is clear. I scavenge something valuable. Um, get a device. Okay. Um, so you uh, kick open the latch on this uh, on this canopy, and the uh, scientist comes out. This is the first time you're seeing her. She is about uh, eight feet tall. She's got uh, a very lean um, face with high cheekbones. She's got um, kind of uh, piercings that go up the bridge of her nose, like rings uh, that go up the bridge of her nose, as well as a um, a ring kind of on one eyebrow. Uh, she doesn't have any hair and um, kind of like slightly pointed ears with just like a deep red uh, coloration 
and she's exposed to space and starts to get little spots of ice crystals forming. Uh, and behind her is sitting a small um, box of some sort with uh, like a kind of a greenish like energy cell attached to it. You're just like, fuck it. Grab that on your way. Nice. Okay. Whatever this is, Lorena, I'm keeping it. Uh, think of it as payment for your rescue. All right. Hold on. And me and Lorena start propelling back towards the ship in my little thruster suit. Okay. Well, I get to choose the one of my things because I hadn't done that yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I got excited. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you're going to take a harm appropriate to the enemy. Uh, in this case, I will say that the Neshu are, are the, are the uh, situation, um, and they are going to... Uh, or no, never mind. Others will come after you. Okay. I like that better. The, a couple of them latch onto your back. Um, you don't, like, they don't haven't physically, like, uh, gotten through your suit yet, but they're starting to chew, uh, and a few more are kind of flying behind, uh, behind you as you as you go. Well, Surfer G is just like not like scared, but just kind of annoyed that these things are biting through Yuhan's suit. Um, Does anyone else want to do anything? I was gonna try to intercept them. Yeah, you're gonna start trying to move the ship. Uh, Rune, would you like to do anything? You know what? I am totally going to start shooting at the space bats. All right. So we see Samson behind the uh, behind the wheel, as it were, the proverbial wheel, which is just a you know a panel with a bunch of buttons, uh, and you are gunning the thrusters. Um, the The ship starts to lurch forward slowly. It's as if you're like you know, kind of trying to push through like a heavy elastic. Um, and it's just like really grinding and gumming, but you are starting to move slowly. Rune, uh, you, you, Juan, you are like propelling yourself towards the ship and it banks and moves to, um, the airlock being exposed to you. And you see the airlock door open and Rune is holding one of the, uh, with a rifle, um, one of the alien rifles, um, like, just resting on her shoulder. Uh, and yeah, give me a fiercely assault roll. Damn, that's going to be a 12. All right. So again, you're going to pick two and I'm going to pick one. I am going to go with your avenue of escape is clear and you inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying your foes. All right. So um, shots start coming, sailing past you, Yuhuan, as uh, Neshu are being picked off behind you by your friend Rune the Hunter. One of these things is like sucking on your shoulder and um, Rune takes a look at it, takes the shot um, and the blaster like beam kind of wings you as it peels this thing off of you. Um, So... That is something or someone important to you is harmed. So, uh, Yuhuan, you're going to take one harm 
uh, as you kind of get a singed shoulder. Okay, that one harm kind of knocks Soifonji out of commission, and it's kind of like Yuhuan just kind of like screams in pain uh, as uh, to them just flying back towards the ship with this giant woman on their back. Runes dismayed these these Neshu. They are no longer pursuing. Um, so it's a straight path to the ship. No roll necessary. Uh, Rune, I, th- I don't think you have enough time to react to the fact that they just like come at you. Um, and so everyone just kind of like bangs up against the, the air airlock door. And it, I don't even know whose arm it is. Hits the button and uh, the, the door closes behind you. And as Yihuan is gathering themselves uh, on the ground, their arm kind of stinging, uh, Rune, you come face to face with this alien scientist. Okay, first, I'm going to yell, Samson, go, go, go! And then I'm going to just grab her face and, like, tilt her and, like, look real close. And I'm like, interesting you're like poker a little bit almost human man studying you is gonna be so much cooler than that corpse we found rude she kind of just takes her takes your hand off of her face and holds the hand there for a, a second and then lets go and uh says something in their alien tongue Kind of blushing. It's hard to tell because she's red, but yeah, you you detect a hint of fluster. Oh, love that dream oh. for me. Oh, Yuhuan just kind of stands up, completely confused, but also kind of like wary that everyone already thinks that Yuhuan's being kind of weird, so kind of does not want to admit that they had no idea what just happened. Um, they look at Rune. And just like you just shot me, but you know what? I'm not dead. And are you Lorena? E- yes. We just kind of survived a whole harrowing encounter together. Uh, yes, we did. Um, I think this gunshot just, whew, you know, gave me temporary amnesia. Um, but I seem to have recalled. It looks like we successfully stopped the shield generator and ooh, look here it is Ooh, we also have this little thing anyway uh i'm going to go banish this up hey rune i think lorena might be flustered as i disappear yeah um there's one more uh there's one more lurch as the ship leaves the, the field um where uh rune you kind of get pushed up against lorena against a wall Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so I'm just gonna um, fall into her and then sort of look up into her eyes for a moment. And then I'm just gonna get like really, really like frantic and be like, I I push her away from me. I physically push her two hands away from me. And like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did I embarrass you? Oh, wow. That was... Yeah, it's it's funny to see because like, you come to about her like stomach, upper chest area because you're like what five feet, so she's the th- a whole three feet yeah, taller yeah. than you. I am tiny. Um, she just kind of like 
sweeps her herself and kind of looks around uh, in this airlock and kind of points like questioning questioningly towards the door. Yeah, we can we can go join everyone. Is that what you want to do? She's just going to like stand up and, and walk in that direction. I can't understand you. I gotta learn this language. Man. Everyone's gathered in the conference room. There is the stealth generator sitting on the middle of the table. Samson has has put the ship back on course for the rendezvous with the uh, strange alien ship. And Rune is there, kind of like catching glances at the at the alien. Like, are they looking? No, they're not looking at. Are they okay? Um, so you're just <laughs> you're sensing this weirdness. Uh, Yu Huan is is um, getting like a like a dermal ointment applied by Android onto their shoulder, and you have an alien standing in your ship, kind of crouching a, a little bit, has to has to to duck down because it's not especially comfortable for her. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it's a cramped ship for us, <laughs> you guys, but but you're it's it's you know appropriate for human height. Well, uh. Welcome aboard. Mission success. Or not. Um, you, Juan, can you translate for us? Um, yeah, of course. Okay, so Yuhan's kind of tired, so they just... Yuhan ex- um, explains to Lorena um, to speak into the little um, comms thing. Um, so the rest of the crew can understand her language. Sorry, our ship is not as accommodating for you and your uh, your stature. I'm glad we stopped the generator. Looks like we decided to bring it with us. Cool. Um, you're you're here with us. Is there anywhere? I guess. We can go for safety or a rest or anywhere that you can recommend. Maybe we can take you somewhere. <gasps> rest. She's going to need somewhere to sleep, guys. You're going to need somewhere to sleep. I'm going to, um, guys, I'll be right back. I'm going to make her a bed. And I just run out of the room. <laughs> Beat red the entire time. I was, I was on my way to meet up with a... A ship carrying several members of the Resistance. Um, we know of them as the Berets of the End. They've been fighting the Endless Empire not well. They're more of a nuisance, but they could use help. And I was an Imperial scientist, but I really didn't. I didn't agree with their methods or their military. I just wanted my research to get funding. But this this generator was my life's work, and I don't want it to fall into their hands. So if you can take me to wherever my people are, I can, I can make my way from there. Thank you, Captain, for coming to my aid. I know I kind of put you in a tough spot as well, but we're alive. 
and I count myself um, here thanks to your crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she like extends a a arm. I uh, extend my arm, not really knowing what's gonna happen, so I just hold it out there. Say it was. It sounds like we kind of both put ourselves in a bind. We're glad that you're safe and that you're here aboard. It looks like you've got some still waiting with my arm out. Like I don't know yeah. what's happening <laughs> with the arms. Yeah, she she clasps um, like your forearm, ah. almost like she's like going to f- you know feel your muscle. Um, and uh, you kind of just like instinctively put your hand in the same place, mm-hmm. and she gives it a firm shake. Which you know she's like she's like very uh, like lean, but you can, you know, you kind of get a feel that she's got, like, firm muscle there. Yeah. Cool. I blushed it. No, I'm joking. Um, so... <laughs> the, that's uh, fine if you both want to have... over the new alien. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so... Uh, I was saying it looks like your, uh, your information is very valuable. Um, while we have you, we may ask you some questions regarding where we are headed. Um... As you know, we've been in some trouble with the Imperials already, just listening to your conversation with Yu Huan uh, about some unfortunate misconceptions, I guess, or false information. So um, we are also headed to a rendezvous point that we've been sent. Um, If we described what we saw would you be able to give us some more information for what we might be walking into maybe we were being uh followed by it just looked like a very large knife ship for a while what was its color i believe it was black almost like the color of obsidian ah that would have been a that would have been an, an imperial warship we don't have very many of those they tend to stick with smaller patrol vessels so if there's a warship after you that's bad news i'm sorry it's uh it is okay we uh it's our bed that we gotta lay in right now so um while we were being chased uh we saw a what looked like a giant creature shooting lasers at the knife um silver color and complexion but just look like a large finned creature flying through space Mm. yeah it sounds like you're describing a gondola Hmm. could you uh give a little bit more detail into that right i'm sorry you're new to this sector of space gondolas are they're sentient beings. Um, the best way to describe them is if your ship here had a brain and emotions and a digestive system. Uh, but they are they're most often piloted by the JDF Jagger species used for warfare, planetary defense. It's weird to see one so far out, though. I wonder what it was doing. We are not sure. I think we just got a lucky break. Um, why don't you uh, come help us out with our star charts? We can see if we can plot a course to get you where you need to go. 
Haroon is haphazardly throwing together um I am using the cryopod that I ripped apart as a base. Um, I've already also ripped apart, like, half of my pillows and am using them to make mattresses. Cool, cool, cool. She will not use that. Yeah. I don't know that. 